He has less screen charisma than Jeff Stryker. Oh, dude, what a drag, dude! Because I'd be, I'd be like, I'd be waiting in line for this one, and he has to go and ruin it with his shittiness. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Woff. It's September 14th today. Woo! September 14th. That means we're a week away from the Paramount Avalanche that is Here's Our Miramax titles for you all. Yeah, right? That we talked about a few weeks ago, so remember that, because we're not going to get into it again. Go a couple of weeks back, three weeks back, whatever it was, and you'll hear us lament about it. But yeah, man, it's going to be crazy. It's, I mean, if, are people going to rush? Are people going to rush Best Buy? Break the door down at 11 a.m.? <laughs> curbside pickup they're going to bring a big box out full of wheelbarrow <laughs> take your stuff <laughs> take it now uh there's been some more announcements in the last week since we did our kickstart well two weeks since we did just uh we took the day off for labor day and so we could right. uh just chill yeah, out so we could, and, yeah, yeah we could plug our thursday show which last was week. which has been uh oh man good <laughs> Uh, yeah, right? if you if you li- haven't listened to it yet our alan graff episode came out last thursday and the feedback we've been getting from it has been amazing it's people have been completely digging it I'm like i had no idea what that guy's name was and it's really funny how how many people know him by face like we talked about in the episode and and they yeah. had no idea that he's uh that he is as prolific of a uh industry guy as he is and it's pretty funny man it was pretty funny hearing the reactions I'm like well why do you think we had him on man we don't have yeah, just man. anybody on the show he uh it's funny because uh, most of the people are like they're like yeah man i just i just knew him as captain turner on deadwood and i'm like <laughs> well yeah i mean that's that's probably the highest visibility role that he's ever had yeah but i mean you know again as we discussed at length um man he's he pops up in so many movies, every one of walter's movies and 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 other stuff i mean if you're if you're looking at, at, at those sort of genre movies i mean alan's your guy from you know for like 30 fucking years man yeah the whole time we were doing the interview and i don't think we talked about this even in our bumpers i keep thinking to myself going we're not going to get everything in you know <laughs> we, oh, no. I, I knew we weren't going to but it kept uh, cause, causing me to have long pauses in between saying something, um, which would surprise a lot of people a whole time. And then the whole time I'm, I was um, doing posts on it, I was like, oh, my gosh, dude. And I just started making notes of stuff I wanted to bring up next time. And also, I think it's just important to, to make these notes as we go right now between now and whenever it is that we, we have them on again. I'm hoping next time we have them on, it is us be able to sit down with a, with a commentary because he's got there there's a whole bunch of stuff we didn't even talk we could about. dude we could do a whole series on this is the alan graff series just as much as we can do for walter <laughs> you know it's right uh, but no it I, I i'm really happy that with the feedback everybody's getting on it, and i know alan is is going to be really happy to hear the feedback too it oh makes, yeah well they're 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 out there alan he's a good he's he's a good he's a good storyteller yeah I mean, that that's you know 
Yes. I mean, that's the thing I love about him is he's super engaging. Like I told you when I first met him, um, you know, after knowing who he was for 25 years, uh, dude, there was not a person on set who didn't, you know, everyone's like, Hey, where, where's graph? Where's graph? Let's go ask graph. Everybody always wanted to talk to him, <laughs> pick his brain about things. You know, uh, where's the, you know, I'm telling you, man, they did a, and all the, if you've seen project X, the stunt work there, there's so much crazy shit in there, man. Yeah, and that thing about Project X, just so people know too, we're not talking about the monkey one with No. Uh, yeah, Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Project X is the is the film that you're talking about, the one that you and, and Alan worked on. It missed a lot of people because it just seems like a very uh it doesn't seem like it was geared towards them. And you know, and it kind of isn't. I mean, it's not really my movie, but um, but here's the thing I love about it. And, and this is something I talk about when when I'm putting letterboxed reviews up you rarely rarely see a a, a a post from me on letterbox where i didn't give something two stars at least two stars because it's an effort to get a movie made and if you didn't completely insult my intelligence that's what you'll you'll get that at, at the minimum but because i have such respect for the crew and everything which is exactly what we talked about in, in alan's episode why we focus on the people that we focus on because everybody else focuses on above the line. We, you know, we focus on the below the line people as much as possible. And that movie, I totally thought it wasn't for me. <laughs> as it turns out, I'm like, it's a, it's a nutty ass movie and it's got some crazy shit in it. Yeah, man. It's fun. It's, you know, it, again, it's produced by Todd Phillips. So it has the, you know, the sensibilities of the hangover and, you know, old school and uh but it's you know it's it's shot it's a lot looser and it's a lot raw it's you know it, it's more of a raw right. sort of version of, of a real life account of what these kids did down in australia <laughs> and it's uh we know what i thought know. of when i saw it is you know that moment in in hangover 2 where alan is replaying the night in his head and he always sees everybody as being 14 he sees all of his friends as being 14 right. years old if that whole frantic section of editing that's what this movie as a whole feels like it, yeah, it totally. feels like that 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 like it's that frantic energy and i'm like going i think I've, for a movie i initially thought this isn't for me i've seen it three times <laughs> so and i and i you know you guys touched on it so much i, I didn't want to derail the conversation by saying i like that movie too but uh <laughs> it's for a movie, for my opinion anyway maybe because i wrote it off i don't know but i know a lot of people aren't very aware of it so please it's not the Matthew yeah, Broderick. Check out Project X. Not, it's, not no. It's not the one with chimpanzees in it. That's that's not it. It's it's. I like that one just okay, but you know, it's a little rough on the on the uh, on the monkeys because I, I know, know I know you, the intro. We, it makes you cry. I know it's okay, man. No, but I heard that the, the I heard the monkeys weren't treated well anyway, which is well, you know, they never are, man. That's no. that's a sad fact of life. Chimpanzees. Anyway, there you go. So uh, yeah, man. What you got? Well, I, you know, I just kind of want to touch briefly on a on a on a day that's rapidly approaching us, uh, for you know, Blu-ray um, fans, you know, film fans. Uh, November seventeenth, two thousand twenty, you know, the year that we'll live in infamy forever <laughs> and ever. Uh, but there's a lot of really good stuff coming out on the seventeenth of November. It's I guess it's probably because it's getting close to Black Friday. 
and you know the holidays are coming up but uh, man they are dropping a ton of really awesome stuff um criterion is dropping uh ghost dog mm. the way of the warrior uh jim jarmusch's film from 1999 which is fantastic it's one of my like you know it's it's something i revisit often just because it's such a strange movie man and they i mean i haven't seen anything like it since in the in the last 21 years that i would ever say oh that's like ghost dog because there's only one ghost dog. Um, Forrest Whitaker is fantastic as ghost dog. And the rest of the cast who you will recognize, um, from various things, uh, you know, it's weird, man. It's like, it's like, it's like if somebody took a samurai and tossed them into the Sopranos and then tossed in a bunch of mescaline, that's kind of what ghost dog is to me, man. Um, (laughs) So, like, if you're not familiar with Ghost Dog, read about it, check it out. If you are familiar, you probably already know that it's coming out on Criterion, uh, and you could pick that up on the 17th. Uh, also, on the 17th, Criterion is releasing uh, 1987 Norman Jewison's uh, Moonstruck with Cher and our man Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And the late Danny Aiello. And uh, that's going to be released on the 17th as well. Uh, you know, I'm not... Uh, you know, it's not something I'm going to run out and pick up, but there are a lot of great extras on it that I'm very interested in seeing. I know people who are apeshit over Moonstruck, so this is for you guys. <laughs> but I just wanted to like, let you know that it is, it's being dropped on the 17th uh, in case you weren't aware. Um, also on the 17th, there's man, there's a bunch of stuff. Arrow mm-hmm. is releasing Douglas Trumbull's uh, Silent Running from 1972, uh, starring Bruce Dern. Um, and if you've seen Silent Running, uh, if you haven't seen Silent Running, you definitely should. It's it's a really um, God. I don't really really know how to describe it, but it came out uh, you know on the heels of uh, 2001 and in between Andromeda Strain. So it's 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 a real kind of think piece science fiction. But man, is it beautiful to look at! And I can't wait to see what Arrow is going to do with this. So you know that comes out on the 17th. Uh, you know, and then you know there's just a like I said, there's a ton of stuff. Um, Mill Creek Entertainment, who, the, uh, you know, Mill Creek does those uh, retro VHS rewind uh, cases that we're so fond of. Right. They are releasing the ultimate collection of Rita Hayworth movies. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, right? I mean, and there's, uh, I want to say there's like 12, yeah, 12 movies in this package. 40 bucks. It's Mill Creek, so it's. I, I'm pretty sure it'll be no frills. But a lot of these, I don't even think were available on DVD. Uh, you know, Miss Sadie Thompson, Down to Earth, The Lady from Shanghai is on this in, on a in Blu-ray. Uh, Tonight and Every Night, it's got everything you could want. Pal Joey with her and Sinatra. But I mean, you know, if if love classic films and you're a Rita Hayworth fan, you know, you might want to pick this up because I don't know that it ex- I don't think it exists anywhere else. These movies separate, or you know. It's just something that, uh, you know, I was shocked to see was, you know, was receiving any sort of Blu-ray release. So, you know, hats off to Mill Creek for, you know, they do they do some fun stuff. Most of their uh, Blu-rays, not loaded with extras and, you know, they're kind of bare bones. But uh, I want to say that the um, Legend of Billie Jean did, uh, does come with a commentary. So some of them come with commentaries, newer, con- new commentaries. Mm-hmm. This is something 
that I would have never, ever even looked for. But I'm like, wow, November 17th. There's a couple of, oh, and then uh, Arrow is also releasing 1974's Beyond the Door, which is, uh, you know, really kind of weirdly disturbing 70s psychodrama horror film that scared the shit out of me when I was like 12 because I remember we rented it because the box looked super freaky. I remember this movie and a movie called Patrick, uh, I think that Richard Franklin directed. Those two movies, the boxes scared me so much so (laughs) that we had to rent them. So, you know, check out Beyond the Door again, also on the 17th. Um, of November. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what I got November 17th. And before I point out my November 17th uh, title, since that's the kick this week, I want to point out that the Nick Cage performance in Moonstruck is perfectly matched with his performance in Peggy Sue got married just because they're so, they're not your typical Nick Cage quirky. They're like the mainstream quirky quirky. And uh, both of them just, they're so paired, they're paired so well together as if, you know, the his character in Moonstruck is the one that's graduated from Peggy Sue's high school kind of thing. It's really, it's really good. I, I and I like both performances a lot. Getting shares not my cup of tea, but the scenes with them, them together are so good. And Danny Aiello, man, he Danny Aiello is a Danny Aiello, man. he's great. So can't pass that up. So my title for the seventeenth is Abel Ferrer's King of New York. That's coming out from Arrow. And this is a special edition and it's chock full of, of extras too. And just like with the recent barrage of releases we've gotten from Arrow, that they've all gone through 4K restorations. This one's no different. And Abel Ferrer and and the DP Bohan Pazelli both approved uh, of this uh restoration, which is huge. It's it's got the original stereo mix, which is awesome, but they did a special brand new DTS. 5-1 mix, which is great. Abel Fryer commentary, which I think was on the previous Blu-ray. I'm pretty sure it was, as is the the commentary with uh, composer Joe Delia, producer Mary King, casting director Randy Sabusawa, and uh, the editor Anthony Redman. Bunch of interviews, lots of really cool stuff. And if you get this first pressing, man, you get a cool little collector's booklet with like with handwritten essays and fun stuff. This is a great package. And a lot of effort being put into it again. Like we continually get from Arrow and Vinegar Syndrome and Shout and everybody, all these boutiques that we were always raving about. Have you ever had a bad release from any of these guys? I mean, seriously. I mean, no. Even a bare, even a bare bones, they're delivering the, an, an image quality that's the best you've seen ever. And and they just the efforts are always on point and. I can't appreciate them any more than I already do, but I find ways, man. And it's super cheap, dude. It's like all these releases, man. They're 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 not expensive, and all you have to do be is just a passing fan of these movies, and they're worth adding to your collection because they're again, these are the only places that are giving us our film schools in a box, and and this is the this is the nuts and bolts of why we love movies so much is are are those moments where people the extras like this are perfect. You got extras from the old and extras from the new. And I love having that in the moment extras when the people were making the movie or promoting the movie. And then 30 years later getting, here's how we feel about the movie now. And at that time, it's, it's, it's dude, it's fucking the best man. And this is what being a cinema fan is all about is getting a chance to just dive in with, uh, with titles like this, with the filmmakers themselves. It's just, I'm glad I'm glad these guys are out there because 
you know, if I had, if I had a choice and I didn't have, need money to make a living, uh, to, to put a roof over my head, I'd be doing this. I'd be putting these kinds of packages together. Yeah, man. Were you going to, uh, were you going to point out the fact that Shout Select is releasing twins or should I, oh, I just did on the 17th. Shout, <laughs> doing something simple as a Shout Select and he just doesn't, again, all we want, all we want is a bare bones, man. Like, gotcha. You know, and I, I love that gotcha is finally coming. It's like, I'm so excited that all the, you know, these movies that we've talked about are coming. Now, we didn't really talk about twins a lot, but. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's, but we did, I think, you know, we talked about it at, at one point, uh, maybe during. Oh, I think we were talking about covering it for, when we were talking about, we were talking about covering a bunch of Schwarzenegger movies and that was one of yeah, them. Yeah. We had talked about, talk. yeah, we had talked about what Schwarzenegger movies we wanted to watch and revisit. And that was definitely one of them. Yeah. Um, and Junior. <laughs> oh wait, not Junior. Uh, what was it? No. Yeah, Ivan Reitman, man, he was doing some interesting movies for a few, for a few in a row, right there. Yeah, man, Ivan Reitman's made some really classic, you know, imprintable movies: Stripes and Stripes, K- not Cash, Stripes, Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. uh, Meatballs, perhaps. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, depending on you know, or Meatballs too. <laughs> I like meatballs but, uh, too. Is, is meatballs but, too with the one with the alien, or is that the third yes, one? Yes, it is. Nope, it's the one with the alien. That's yeah. the one with the with the uh, Mac yeah. and me robot with the Mac and me alien. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, twins, man. We're gonna get twins. Uh, you know, on the seventeenth. So seventeenth is a big day. Lots of crazy stuff coming out. Like it's such a weird. That's two months after this that Paramount Avalanche, right? So after the Paramount yep. Avalanche, you can recover. But you know, here's the thing: get these movies before the before Black Friday, because these are more important than Black Friday deals. I mean, do you really need Fate and the Furious for five dollars? You don't need it for free. Yeah, and I'm a fast fan. Eight was tough to get through. I, I went to I went to the movies because it was my thing. You know, I love those fast movies, and but eight was tough to get through. Man, I felt like I was watching Die Another Day. Yeah, it's rough. I was just waiting for Pierce Brosnan to, you know, start driving his ski mobile across the uh, ice and crash into the sub. With, with what was that? What's with that? Old diamond, with old with diamond, diamond face. Diamond face. Rick Yoon. Rick Yoon. Yes, yes. Rick Yoon. I think the first thing I saw him in was uh, Snow Falling on Cedars. Right. Right. And the Fast and the Furious. Right. He's in a, like Olympus is Fallen. Right. He, he's a ninja assassin, which I kind of guiltily love. He's. I mean, he's always you know solid and does good work. Oh, he's in Alita too. I completely forgot about that. Yep, playing the Master Clive Lee in Alita: Battle Angel. Oh, look at that! He's in the Man with the Iron Fist too. Oh, that's right. So yeah, he's good. I like him yeah, a lot. He's, he shows up yeah in a lot of movies that we love. So so yeah, cause that's just funny because he did die. He played Johnny Tran in the Fast and the Furious before he ever did Die Another Day. He probably did it because he got that movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he's in he's in Alone in the Dark, man. Alone in the Dark too, and Alone in the Dark too, which is like. Come on, man. I didn't know there was a two. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one was painful. Right. But the difference this time is that you both only produced it. He didn't direct it. <laughs> so there, yeah. If you, need someone... a pl- if you need a plus, there's your plus. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow Corey on Twitter, <laughs> sort of these days. I don't know. I feel like I go on Twitter long enough to go, what the fuck is going on? The world's burning. But I'm there at Corey Culp or the official at Karate Pod. Or if you want to follow me on Letterboxd, which I'm on often because that's what we do, Corey underscore Culp. And if you want to support the show on Patreon, that'd be awesome too. That's uh, patreon.com slash KITG podcast. 
If you'd like to follow Freddie, you could follow me at Raven Shattuck on Twitter, Rock and Roll of 33 on your Instagram, or at Tom Cody on Letterboxd. That's Tom Cody. Or Pretty maybe, close. Or at least like in a two or three year period anyway. Uh, Uh-oh. Still there?